Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Carrie Price. Today we are in Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 through 7. This is a pretty famous passage, obviously, of Genesis where um, Adam and Eve partake in the fruit, the forbidden fruit, which causes their eyes to be open and sin to enter the world. Uh, what was the perfect Garden of Eden is now tainted by sin and selfishness. Let's go back just a little bit here. So in chapter 2, we see God creating Adam and Eve and the animals and the garden, the plants and the food. And God says to Adam and Eve that they may eat from every tree in the garden except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You shall not eat, for in that day you eat of it, you shall surely die. So God commands them clearly that they have free access to any of the other trees in the garden except that one, and that if they choose to partake in that one, that they will surely die. So we meet up with Adam and Eve in chapter 3, and here they're in the garden, but Eve is met with the serpent. And the serpent says to Eve, um, did God tell you, did he actually say that you shall not eat any tree of the garden? So he starts off with a lie and he says that you shall not eat any tree, which we know that's not the truth because God said they could have any tree they wanted except the one and that that one would cause them to die if they chose to partake in it. And so Satan twists the truth and he says to he says to Eve, you know, you can't eat any of it. Well, Eve falls prey to the lies and she then twists the truth herself. And she says, well, God said that not only could we not eat it, but even if we touch it, we will die. And so here Satan has put this doubt into Eve's mind that God didn't have what was best for Adam and Eve in mind, that he told them they couldn't eat from any tree. And Eve takes the bait and says, yeah, no kidding. Not only can we not eat from them, but we also cannot touch them. Well, Satan counters uh, Eve's uh, twisting of the truth with a little truth. He says, well, God knows that if you eat from that tree, then you will, your eyes will be opened and you will know good and evil and you'll be like God, which was true in the sense that um, their eyes would be opened. And as we later see when they partake from the tree, their eyes are opened and they know the truth. So when Eve takes her uh, distortion of the truth that she's received from the serpent, when he says, you know, tries to test her and says that God says they can't eat from any tree. And then she distorts the truth by saying they can't even touch it. And he says, well, yeah, because if you do those things, you'll be like God. She sees 
the truth in that, that they, that that tree would make them wise. And of course she wanted to be wise and that the tree was appealing to them. It looked good and the fruit looked good. And so Eve took part. She take, she took the fruit, she ate of it. And she also gave some to her, her husband who ate. And then after that, both of their eyes were opened and they knew they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin cloths. So that revelation for them seeing what they were, were truly like without having that protection of, of God having that covering over them, they were ashamed of themselves and the choices they had made and gone against God. And I think it might just be me, but after uh, Pastor Peter's message yesterday, when he talked about Adam and sin coming into the world through Adam, I think we can relate to that. I think we tend to find ourselves in the situation where God has blessed us abundantly with freedom and with choices and with goodness of creation and relationships but uh, he's he also has boundaries for us for our own benefit for our own good and as we read his word there's definitely more freedom than boundaries but the boundaries are definitely there and sometimes in our human nature we bump up against those boundaries and we want to push them and Pastor Peter talked about toddlers pushing boundaries. And sometimes I think we find ourselves in that same situation. The same situation as Eve where we're confronted by the enemy. And the enemy says, you know, did God really say that? Did God really say that um, you shouldn't gossip? That you shouldn't, you know, talk about other people? That you shouldn't... Uh, watch those shows or, you know, whatever it is, the list is long. Did God really say that? And then we find ourselves twisting it. Well, yeah, not only did he say that, but he also said this, that like, we, not only can we not eat from it, we can't even touch it. And, and then Satan comes back in with a little bit of truth. Well, God knows that if you did whatever he has set up the boundary for, that you would fill in the blank. You would be like him or you would know fill in the blank. And so then we look to that temptation, whatever it might be with a different, uh, a different lens, a different vision. And we say, well, certainly I want those things and that boundary must not be for me. That boundary must be for someone else. And we partake in whatever the thing may be. And then we find ourselves in the light. And we find ourselves with the, with the lens lifted off our eyes, the lens of deceit removed with the lens of truth. And we are in a place that we don't want to be. And I think each one of us can relate with Adam and Eve, where we're quickly scurrying for loincloths. We want to cover uh, whatever sin that we have partaken in, whatever boundary that we have walked through that we shouldn't have. And, and then we're filled with shame. And we're not covering chapter 8 or verse 8 today, but 
that's where Adam and Eve hide from God. God comes walking through the garden looking for them. He's used to relationship with them. He's used to being in fellowship with them. And he can't find them because they're hiding, ashamed of what they've done and the boundary that they have crossed that God put in place for their benefit, for their good. And he had blessing all around them. They could have had anything else they wanted, but he set up the boundary for their protection. And I think we too find ourselves in that same situation where we want to run and hide from God. We might want to even run and hide from each other because we're too ashamed of what the what we've done and, and how we've gone against what we were supposed to do. We find this in the book of John in chapter 3, verse uh, 19, where Jesus said, And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his work should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. And that's, that's the kicker right there, that as long as we stay in darkness, we continue to push those boundaries and cross the line that God has set up for our own good. But when we walk in the light and we uh, confess our sin and we continue to live life in relationship with others and relationship with God, then when those times come where we're tempted to push the boundary, sometimes we won't, but sometimes we will. But we can quickly become back in right relationship with God by walking into the light, by not hiding from him, but seeking his covering again and his protection, reading his word and understanding the freedoms that he has given us and the places where he has set up boundaries for our own good. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your holy word and thank you for the example that you have of Adam and Eve where we each find ourselves on the daily where we are wanting to push the boundary, where the enemy comes to us with lies and we twist the truth and things look different in that light. Lord, help us to turn to you in those times of temptation. Help us to walk in the light. Help us to have freedom in the things that you've given us and to obey the boundaries you've set up for our own good. Lord, thank you for your love and forgiveness through Jesus Christ, through his death and resurrection, and the sacrifice that was made for us so that we could live with you forever in right relationship. Bless each one of us today in Jesus' name. Amen.